Let's cross over. So happy to have you back. Happy New Year. Thank you guys for joining. Got a jam-packed show today. Got a lot of topics to get to. I just want to say I'm starting off the year fresh. I don't know if I believe in resolutions. I always think you can make yourself better. That is the concept of a resolution, but you should try to make yourself better on a daily basis and not wait until January 1st to really, um, you know, start being a better version of yourself. So I, I hope you guys find happiness this year. I hope you stay healthy. You find peace. I hope we find peace as a country. All the fucked up shit that's going on lately. That would be nice if we did. And, uh, I don't know. With Donald Trump at the helm, it might be it might be hard to do that. My first thing I want to get into today is UCF. So UCF, you finished the season undefeated, which is remarkable. Uh, UCF is. Kind of a mid-tier program. They really have made strides in the last couple seasons. Five or six, really putting people on the schedule, playing tough games. I know they played Miami tough uh, several times. And they deserve to be recognized as a program that's knocking on the door to get into elite status. So they went in to the Peach Bowl and they smacked Auburn in the mouth. And now the coach Frost is saying that they deserve to be national title champions. They should be crowned you know national championship. They should be number one. And I you know, you gotta be confident in your team. That's the whole point of you coaching division one football is to put your team in a position to win big time games and to win championships. However, Looking at the schedule, they didn't have a single top 25 win. Two games were canceled. And, yeah. I mean, you put them against Bama or Clemson, and I, I'm sorry. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, Bama has four- and five-star kids at every position, and that's in their two-deep. This is just simple numbers. You know, and this isn't college basketball. More times than not in college football, it comes down to recruits and it comes down to talent. And UCF can't even, they don't belong on the same field as uh, a Bama, Clemson. I think they could, they could, I think they could keep it close against a team like Georgia. You know, but to say that they belong and someone else doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, they don't have a single win against a big-time program this year. Auburn was their Super Bowl. You know, all these lower-tier teams, they always treat those games like it's their Super Bowl. Everyone knows that. And nothing against UCF. They had a tremendous season. I wouldn't want the Canes to play them. I know they're good. I just don't think they're top-four playoff good. If you expand it to six or eight, then yeah, absolutely they should be put in. They should. I don't even think they should be the AC. Honestly, you you play what's on your schedule, and you win. But when you don't call people up and schedule t- 
tough games like Iowa, when you call up teams and you play, I mean, they played one team called Maine. Is that even a Division One team? It just said Maine on the schedule. I mean, of course you're going to beat that team. Why don't you call up uh, USC and give them a shot? You know, why don't you call up Penn State? Why don't you call up a big-time program and give it a go? And then we'll see, you know. You called up Maine. I mean, what is Maine? Is that a community school? I mean, why don't you just call up DeVry and see if they have a flag football team available? You know, maybe you could get some co-ed team to come in. Some powder puff. Get out of here. You scheduled Maine? Maine Community School? Get out of here with that nonsense. It's not a crap You know, I mean, but when you schedule a team like Maine, who is basically as good as some Division three schools, and you say that, ah, we should be in the national title game. You're crazy. What team in the Final Four could they fucking beat? What team? None of them. Every single team would wipe the floor with these guys. And their quarterback is solid. I mean, Mackenzie Milton had a great year. I mean, 4,037 4, yards. He had 37 touchdowns and to 9 picks. I mean, I think he passed for like 60% completion percentage. So he he's stellar, but, I mean, they're playing Temple. They're playing Maine. They're not playing good teams. So get out of here with that nonsense. If you're not power five, I just don't think you fit in. I don't. You know, teams like San Diego State or the Mountain West. I mean, come on. Come on. You guys are playing cream puff after cream puff. And then you win. You go 12 and all. And you're like, oh, we should have... Every opportunity that an SEC school should have. Or a Big Ten school. No, get out of here with that noise. You played powder puff teams all season. When Boise was good, they were getting on the phone and they were playing good people. I mean, Boise was knocking off Oregon. They were knocking off everybody back in the day. Yeah, Boise should be invited. That Boise team was nasty. UCF, I'm sorry. You got to prove it. Next year, if you go undefeated, you should get some consideration. But you got to put somebody on the schedule. I mean, even a lower tier Power 5 school would be fine. Illinois. I mean, no reason why you can't beat them. You know, Northwestern, put them on the schedule. And not to pick on the Big Ten, because I think they are the best conference overall. Undefeated except Michigan, who got stomped in the fucking mouth. You know, but Michigan's going to figure it out. I think Jim Harbaugh is going to figure it out. All these people saying he's overrated. He's not. He's created energy for this program. 
a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. They're a quarterback away from being good. I mean, Michigan lost everyone. They lost everyone. And I like Harbaugh. I like that. I like that type of coach. A guy with swagger. A guy who's going to come in and instill swagger. It might not work out for, for Jim. He might move on to the NFL after next year. I could see it. And he's had an ample time. I mean, he's all for Ohio State and he's all for Michigan State. So the criticism is warranted. You need to step it the fuck up, Jimmy. Step it up. You know, you're over here sucking ass to Ohio State. And that's just bullshit. Step it up, Jimmy. Beat Ohio State. Beat little brother. And then run your fucking mouth. But I do love Jim Harbaugh. I do. But yeah, to put this UCF shit to bed, they don't belong. They don't. I mean, hats off to a great season. You know, everyone should be proud of what UCF did. And Paul Feinbaum shouldn't open his mouth about it. I saw that on Espen today. Paul Feinbaum is just over here feeling so great because two SEC schools or in the national championship game. ESPN needs to fire that idiot. That senile fucking idiot. All he's doing is reading off a teleprompter. He's like Lou Holtz. Absolutely just senile and stupid. What a fucking moron. Hey, moron! Moron! That's what I would say to Paul Feinbaum. We'll be back. Hey, moron! Hey, moron! Duh! <laughs> l- l- look at me! I'm, I'm Paul Feinbaum, duh! I got a water spoon, <laughs> That's what I think. That's who reminds me of Paul Feinbaum. Water boy. He's just a complete fucking idiot. Absolute fucking idiot. So the games this past weekend were solid. OU and Georgia was one of the best games I've ever seen. It was sad to see someone lose. I like Baker Mayfield. I really do. Uh, The linebacker from Georgia told him that he needs to fucking humble himself. He probably does, but you want your quarterback to be confident and cocky because that's what leads to victories. You got to believe, you know, and then Bama absolutely took care of Clemson and Bama looks great. They say hurt hurts kind of, um, you know, hurts the Bama offense, but he, he's good enough. I mean, they have an NFL caliber defense. They have talent all over the field. As always, Nick Saban and his recruiting methods. We won't go into that, but Bama is one of those teams that if you're not prepared, they will smash you in the face, and they will take you down. They will own you, you know, and they're a dynasty. They win this. I mean, what does Saban have have to prove? God, I almost wish he'd step down because so someone else could could have their turn. But uh, you got hats off to Saban. I mean, he could coach. He has his. I mean, this team. Every year is incredible. Every single freaking year. 
But Georgia, you know, down early, comes back. I mean, they have a stable of running backs, obviously. What a tremendous season they had. And remember, Mark Rick recruited most of these kids. Absolutely recruited most of these freaking kids. So good job to him. Good job to Kirby Smart. The Georgia fans are always, always great. Good people. Saw several of them at Disneyland. Uh, I was there for New Year's. It's a yearly tradition. Don't ask. But yeah, Georgia fans are always cordial. Always fun to talk to. They've always been one of my favorite teams. I mean, the Canes won. I watch Georgia a lot. watch LSU. As much as I dog the SEC, I do watch SEC teams. The SEC just, you know, claims that they're the best. And they don't even have a reason. I mean, name one quarterback out of the SEC who's really just unbelievably awesome. Name one. Can you name one fucking quarterback out of the SEC who you really think has pro potential right now off the top of your head without Google searching, without searching Aspen? You can't. Not fucking one. But they're the best. You know, I mean, the SEC, two teams. Bama probably shouldn't have got in. The argument that you should win your conference should stand. You got to win your fucking conference. How do you lose the conference and you get in? You know, you just lose in the championship and you still get in. No, you shouldn't get in. You shouldn't. Ohio State shouldn't have got in either. Ohio State thinks they deserve to get in based off merit and reputation. No, you got smacked in the mouth against Iowa and Kirk Ferentz. You, I mean, Iowa doesn't even belong on the same field as you. Ohio State got, got roundhoused against Iowa. So, no, you shouldn't be it. You shouldn't be in. SC had a tough schedule. You know, SC got stomped by Ohio State. Let's just expand it to six or eight teams. That's what I would come up with. Six or eight teams. Let's make this as awesome as we can freaking make it. Let's do that. Eight teams. Let's just keep college football going for six months out of the year. That would vastly improve my life. Needle dick. Yeah, that's it, Paul Feinbaum. I can't get too many crackbacks at that idiot. Uh, So, Kyrie Irving has gone to Boston and had a terrific season. And uh, Isaiah Thomas played his, his first game for the Cleveland Cavaliers last night. And the two compare really well to each other, surprisingly. I always thought the debate was that Kyrie Irving is so much better 
than Isaiah Thomas. But if you go by the numbers, they're very, very close. Isaiah Thomas, last year when he was healthy, 28.9 points a game, 5.9 assists, 2.7 rebounds, 46% from the field, and his PER, 26.5. Kyrie Irving, 25 a night, 3 rebounds, 5.8 assists. And his per was 23. So actually, Isaiah Thomas was had a better uh, performance efficiency rating. Performance per. Oh, I forget what that stands for. Per. Whatever. Per. Performance. Something like that. Performance! But they're very similar. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is marginally better defensively. For obvious reasons. He runs about 6'2". And Isaiah Thomas is, what, 5'7"? 5'8"? If that. I really think if Isaiah Thomas was 6'3", 6'4", he'd be the best player in the NBA. I, I don't I don't think he he chooses to not defend. He just simply can't. I mean, if you have a two-guard that's... Six 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 seven, and you got him. I mean, he's just gonna shoot over the top all day. It's like playing a little kid. I mean, once you get the ball in the post, there's nothing Isaiah can do. I mean, similar to Muggsy Bogues. Although Muggsy could get steals, Muggsy was one of the best pickpockets in NBA history. But Isaiah Thomas can flat out score. And it's not like Kyrie Irving is all-world defense because he can't really play a lick of defense. He can't. He's actually pretty garbage on the defensive end. So they're very even. You know, all these people that think Kyrie is so much better. <clears throat> he is to some degree. I mean, he's better late in games. I trust Kyrie more late in games than I do Isaiah Thomas for some reason. I don't have any stats to substantiate that claim. But Isaiah Thomas, I think, could push the Cavs over the top. And I'm calling it right here, right now. I'm calling it. I really think the Cavs can beat the Warriors. I know. It's crazy. I really think they can be. I deserve that. I'm going out on a limb here. I really am. They really can do it, though. If Isaiah Thomas gets 30 a night, LeBron gets 25 a night, D. Wade gets double digits, Kevin Love, they get Derrick Rose back, and he's able to contribute in some way, shape, or form and play unselfishly, the Cavs can, can take the Warriors and give them all they can handle. Write it down. If the Cavs get healthy, they will make the NBA Finals, and they'll they'll take Golden State to Game 7. And I think they could win it. I really do. I really could see the Cavaliers winning the NBA Finals this year. And if he does, if LeBron pulls that off, 
He's officially the greatest ever of all time. Red 18! Red 18! Needle dick! Needle dick! Needle dick! I wish that was Paul Feinbaum at the end of that sound clip getting hit. I just can't get over this idiot. How he's had an illustrious career at Espen. And he doesn't know anything. He really doesn't. I mean, what does Paul Feinbaum know? He's just a big pile of shit at the end of the day. That's all he is. Josh Rosen. So we're going to catch up with the news. Josh Rosen is entering the draft. So it's a possibility that the Cleveland Browns could draft his privileged and sorry ass. Uh, We'll see what Josh Rosen is going to do if he gets drafted by the Browns. Does he force a trade like Eli Manning? The Bengals uh, agree to bring back um, Lewis. I really think that's an okay decision, although I think it would have been beneficial if they parted ways, start clean, start fresh. Andy Dalton isn't the guy. He's pretty much just an average quarterback who can win during the regular season, but he won't win in the postseason, kind of like Tony Romo. And John Gruden, the speculation continues as he is speculated to be joining the Raiders. The Raiders. Raider Nation. It's unbelievable. Has there ever been a coach as good as John Gruden? Has there ever been a player as good as Detlef Schrempf? Will we ever find out? But anyway, I think John Gruden, you know what? I can feel his passion. I know he loves football. But he's overrated. You know. He got his Super Bowl from Tony Dungy's team. You know, after that, he was an under 500 coach. He wasn't that good. He wasn't that good with quarterbacks. You know, I love John Gruden. I just don't know if he's going to be shit in the NFL as a coach. I mean, every time he announced a third string corner would be all world. Did you see him make that tackle? My God, he's good. He has one tackle on the game, but let me tell you something. That guy is all world and all everything. It's like, John, that guy plays on special teams. You don't even know his fucking name. You don't know what school he goes to. Every time somebody makes a play, he he acts like they're the best thing since sliced bread. Unbelievable. You know, I wish I wish him the best. I wish John Gruden the best. It could work. He knows X's and O's. He knows football. It's can he can he relate to his players? I think those Tampa players were miserable under John Gruden. They went from Tony Dungy, a total players coach, to a tyrant. You know? I mean, the strict thing, I don't know if it works in the NFL. I don't know if it does. The whole drill sergeant thing. Does it? I guess Bill Belichick it does. That guy's a fuck nut, though. Tom Brady is is more to do with the success than Bill Belichick. 
I really think that. I mean, you have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You're in every game you play. How much does Bill Belichick really do? The hoodie sits there at the press press conference. We're on to the Jets. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to fucking Dallas. Bill, what do you think of Tom Brady? We're on to the Jets. Bill, what do you think of Tom Brady's legacy? We're on to Cincinnati. Bill, are you having a good day today? We're on to fucking Dallas. Just answer the fucking question for once. It's like a Cymbalta ad. Laughing shouldn't hurt. Cymbalta can help. Depression shouldn't take over your life, Billy. Jesus. What an idiot. Billy Belichick. We'll see if he can get Tom Brady another ring. Or Brady can get him another ring.